The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Still love it. Well done, Alliance. Proud of you. Uh, there you go. It is... Uh Monday, just floating along, floating along. Uh, and by the way, my, my favorite one I've gotten so far, Mr. T saying, I pity the fool that reports digital blackface. I think that, <laughs> that well done to uh, David Carbo for firing that one over. That's very funny. That was a nice one. It was uh, made uh, quickly. It's a homegrown hilarity. And anytime Mr. T is pointing at me and I see the words, I pity the fool, I laugh a little bit. No matter why the fool is being pitied, I know whatever is next is going to make me giggle. Hilarious. That's got to apply. Like if you had, I pity the fool and you're a white guy wearing that shirt. Oh, yeah, no, no. But uh, look, for me, I'm a safe place. I am a safe space for all of you. If you want to send me and I pity the fool, I don't even care Yeah. if the next thing is uh, making fun of me. Anytime... Anytime uh, Mr. T is fool pitying, I'm on board. I think it's funny every time. I pity the fool. That dude was th- so tough that his tagline was pitying someone. That's just that to me. That was uh, there's ten layers, fool. ten layers of funny on pity being your tough guy move. I think that's great. I pity the fool. <laughs> it's it's so Shakespearean to pity a fool. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that's my favorite one. Although I have gotten a lot of great ones. Uh, the Sam Jackson. No, so, uh, excellent. What you talking about, so Willis? Many, what you talking about, Willis, came up an awful lot. Digital Blackface, what you talking about, Willis? I got an email from a guy here who said that uh, it's almost a what would Brady do, but it says, uh, heard you talking about being careful sending memes. I'd write in and uh, ask you guys what you think of this. I had a friend for 10 years. Send each other nasty, dirty memes all the time, videos, and we always laughed about them. She'd send them to me, I'd send them to her. Six months ago, she fell on hard times. She lost her job and her place to live. I let her crash at my place, store her stuff at my place. Up until last week, uh, her car that needed repairs just sat at my house. I helped her get a job at my place, find a place to live back in September. Uh, Then in December, uh, I get a letter that I'm under investigation for sexual harassment. Uh, for a dirty meme that I had sent to a coworker, now I got her the job. I got her back on her feet. Uh, then that didn't work, and she got transferred to another property and spread rumors throughout the company uh, that I don't know how to do my job and I sexually harass people. Uh, she's trying to get me fired. But I have been with the company for six years, never had a bad mark with the, co- uh, with the company once, so it hasn't gotten very far, but she's out there doing it. What do you think of this? Man. Somebody you trusted for a while, and they've got uh, all they've your turned dirty. On yeah, you. they've turned on you, and they've got a, a you know a, a avalanche of bad things they can use against you that you've been sending to them. There's yeah. got to be something more to that, too. Probably, like, but again, why did, why did the person turn? That's what a falling out is. Yeah, you have a falling out with somebody. You hope that 
Again, that phrase, and starting now. Like, if Brett, if you and I have a falling out, God forbid we have a falling out with Paul. Oh. And the terrible jokes that we tell back and forth. And it isn't even, it's not like they're all race-related. There is some terrible, like... There's no boundaries. Killing, there, there's murder. zero boundaries. Like there's death, there's murders, and it's uh, who can outshock who? Uh, 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 yes, it's just the most abhorrent use of English to be funny or to try to make the other guy cringe. And we're neither of us are cringy people, so you can take this real far. But if we had a falling out where he was really actually like, I'm done with this guy. Actually, he doesn't have much on me except for Jesus, Paul. That's usually what I text him. And imagine it though. And you've got this recorded documentation of your terrible behavior for God knows how long. If Brett and I have a, a falling out and you want to use things against me, that makes you, I think, a bitch is what that makes you. You're a rat. You're Takashi 6 9 You're just a rat. You can make it personal and not like me, but then to go out and try to, you know, you try to get somebody. Everybody's got something on somebody when it comes to texting friends, and especially when you're close. Ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, and you're sending dirty, horrible stuff, if they're... If they kept that in a file just in case things don't go well, they'd be a horrible person to use it against you. You're awful. to Just because things didn't go your way to take old texts or old memes or old whatevers and say, now I'm going to punish this person. You're a rat. It's a modern-day digital rat. Damn right. You take your lumps in life. I got plenty of people that are like, ah, oh, that didn't go my way. Let me just sort through some things they've said in the past and see if I can destroy their lives retroactively. I have no interest in destroying a life. I like the idea of just moving forward. This didn't work out. Oh, well. I hope that they move on without me and I never see them again. That would be nice. And then you root for the, you know, the news. I got that with an ex-girlfriend. Things didn't go well. Towards the end there, we break up. Heartbreak, sadness, misery. Uh, you go through that. You, you root for the you know reunion or whatever, and it never happens. And then the best, and as, this is an aged man talking to you, young people. The best thing you can ever hear in your life takes time. Be patient, because about twelve years after the breakup, I found out that uh, my ex became a uh, drug addict and couldn't work in the medical world anymore. He started to steal drugs from work. And I'm telling you, the, the level of satisfaction in hearing that news, it, uh, I've never felt like more euphoria over hearing. It's a private satisfaction. Oh, private. I made it very public. I was so happy. I was calling friends. <laughs> I was like, my God, you got to hear this. Remember my old girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, in jail. Uh, can't have a job anymore because she, she, her, she blew her life. Like her life blew up. Awesome. And I don't know if it's back on its feet or not, but that's the last bit of news I got. It was great. Great stuff. I have a friend who's still in touch with my ex-wife. And uh, there's been a moment or two, and I don't really have any feelings at all. Like, not even feelings for her. And not in a mean way. Just don't. It's like it never happened. But there's occasion where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm having some trouble. <laughs> And, like, there's a joy that comes with that. And I don't even care. But it's like, for a few seconds, you're like, that's nice. Yeah, you don't root for right. it, but it's just... When you it see, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm right. saying. The sound, that's why, like, you, when you're calling, 
and put it, you know, the people would go, wow, yeah. she did a number on him, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's yeah. 12 years later. And I'm just, just, but it would be, it wouldn't, I'm not calling going, good God. I'm just yeah. like, isn't it great? And I don't care if somebody's going to judge me off of she did a number on him. I yeah. don't care. Well, you she realize, did, and here's you, the thing. You realize. She did a number on me. She did. So and I embrace finally, that. You can yeah. And I can that. celebrate her life downfall. When they say success is the best revenge, boy, is that a fact. I'm not speaking about anything I know, but there's nothing better than seeing an ex and recognizing that they're pigs now. <laughs> it's the happiest day of a man's life to go, you can, I dodged that bullet. Yes. Yeah. There's the appreciation part <laughs> oh of that. My that you maybe learn from it because oh. there's uh, a lot of people that you'll repeat the same pattern. Constantly. And then you, you, but you see an ex that... Like, years later, you run into him and you're like, my God, she ate a Volkswagen. What happened to this thing? And you just realize that their life isn't that great. And that's really all you need for happiness going forward. You don't need memes and immediate attack. It does feel like you do, but you don't need to do that. Let them bury themselves. Race to be a better you and let them know they blew it. That's the key. A success is the best revenge, period. Having a decent go is so much better. So much But Making your exes look and go, oh, I should have never let that one go. Look at him now. He's killing it. It's, it's the reason why, you know, people strive for success. It's Half of it is to get better things than you had before and to show the things before. Uh, you could have had all this, but you blew it. Oh. Wonderful, yeah. I've seen pictures of girls I used to like have a crush on. Even like, even that kind of stuff, like years and years earlier. Like, oh man, I would have done anything to be. With. And then you see them now, and they've got like a crazy lesbian haircut, and they're seven million pounds and got sixteen kids. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, thank you. And you, you're satisfied. There's a happiness that comes with that. I don't want people to lose their jobs or. You know, just because I'm mad at them. I want them to bury themselves in time because they abandoned me in life. I think that's the most important part. I'm not going to do the work. Let them do it. Be their mistake. Be someone's mistake. That's great Oprah advice. When, it, when the chips are down, be someone's mistake. When you feel like someone's uh, screwed you, don't get them. Prove them wrong digital black face him at work that's terrible that's just a rat that's nothing more than a dirty dirty rat go out strive to be better and make that person mad that they didn't stick by your side they hitched it to the wrong way it's terrible people want to tattle on each other rather than just be a better version of themselves i can't believe that guy you know how many people you have Memes and stuff you've sent to right now that you're like, I'm not on good terms with them. Everybody's got a couple. Like, I don't really talk to that person anymore. I can get you. If they're rats. And rats get bats. That's Damn what I say. right. <laughs> I got a guy. <laughs> sits with me. I'm like, hey, Especially right now spring bats. training. Oh, yeah. No, there's Guaranteed. a lot. Of, hey, look, there's a bat rack. Rats get bats. Even Sweet Brady has somebody he's like, I don't really talk to that guy anymore. Probably has info on Brady that if he wanted to be a rat, he could. Some stupid meme, Brady trying to be funny, and eh, me and this guy are no longer on good track. I don't know. You probably have a couple people. Everybody does. Sure. 
But my dad ever turns me in? <laughs> yeah, your dad and you're not on good terms anymore because of all the dick pics, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, rats get bats. It's a good thing. Be a better you. Be someone's mistake. Damn it! I shouldn't have done that. I'm. I got a couple. This ugly face. This goofy looking body. I get a couple people that I know look back and go, I blew it. I didn't see him going anywhere. I didn't think the fart jokes would pay. Gotcha. <laughs> what happened to you? Oh, I don't talk to anybody anymore. And, uh, since jail, I was, oh, you're making me so happy with every word you say. How come you ate everything in I sight? I swallowed though? a Volkswagen. <laughs> hey, why did you swallow a Volkswagen? Was it because of the sadness from leaving me or because of my success? When I saw how successful you were and I realized I had, you know, my ex-husband uh, used to crap in the closet. He was a drunk. I'm like, everything you say makes me happy. You married an alcoholic. This is all great. And then he took a dump on my clothes and tried to light the place on fire. I ate my way out of that. No kidding. Holy smokes. You're good at that. <laughs> you are. You, you know what you should do is enter like contests where you eat stuff. Because <laughs> that looks to be your passion. Call Nathan's up. Yeah. So, yeah, have a competition yeah. coming up for you. Yeah, there's nothing worse than an ex that you look at and go, Jesus, she looks better than she did when I was with her. You want them to fa- you want them to fall on hard times while you're while you're thriving. That's a great feeling. A great feeling. Yeah, my ex wife married a, a much more successful, wealthier uh, criminal. Yeah, and then he got indicted for something. I was thrilled for a little while. I don't know if it stuck, but. Like, oh, man, I lost this battle. Like, she did better. Well, good for her. Tip of the cap. Sometimes you lose. You got to take the L. And then uh, news came down later that he was indicted for, like, embezzling money. Like, ah, this is great news. It's just a show. He only appears to be successful. Yeah, I think he pretty much is. But uh, it's fine. I, I took, I took, and also I think he's deaf in one ear, which kind of makes me feel good. She married the deaf guy? I think so. That was the rumor. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I really didn't care. Uh, my ex and her new boyfriend took a photo of me and had fun doing Photoshop with it. So I had fun sending back all of her boob pictures. <laughs> well, if they're trying to get you, yeah, then it's not ratting. It's, uh, all right, you want to play this Tip game? For chat. It's Literally. following. Yeah, it's one of those, what Brett said. <laughs> it's where it came from. Yeah, that's exactly where that came from. Yeah, if she's starting to throw bombs at you going, I'm going to use these against you. are like, hey, we both are well-armed uh, armed militaries when it comes to the digital back and forth. You want to go there? You want to go there? Let's have some fun. But you keep it between each other. Yeah, there's some sort of a, a gentleman's agreement that says if we've shared uh, booby and vagina pictures that I can only use that against you for you. I can't go off blasting that on the Internet. And that's why revenge porn is an actual law it's because it's, you know, it's the gentleman's agreement. We all kind of know, hey. You can't do that. Take those naked Polaroids of somebody and make a website. Ben Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, and then another group, like, this is a pretty good. I, uh, this is in my house, this little thing. Got one of these. All right. I own one of these things. It's a, right. uh, not for myself, of course. Megan's got it. But it's a, uh, uh, I've seen this in the house. And uh, years ago, used it. Um, I believe it was on a vacation. It's this little sex toy that, uh, you know, it lives inside of someone. And then you download an app. And at any time, anywhere, you can turn it on and off and change the varying degrees of things. Now, the deal would be like, uh, I want to shove it up uh, Brett and then say, have a nice day. And then as I'm, you know, at the grocery store and Brett's doing his job, (laughs) I fire up the lawnmower and get him going for me. (laughs) People are suing now, the company, because it's called WeVibe. They're they're, uh, paying $10,000 per customer. Uh, because they're called smart vibrators. And it turned out that in the user's agreement, it said, we're going to monitor when you use it. We're going to know when you had it on. Jeez. To, well, it's a smart thing. You didn't know that? No, You didn't I know. expect that when you put something on an app that the company is going to be like, all right, how often are they using it? What times are they using it? It's good market research for them. What's the... Uh, what do they have that... Uh- Website Cavern Times. Yeah, what's the? Well, no, it's just a thing that comes back to their information, and they do some, you know, collecting of data and say, hey, most people are using this thing at stage three, stage five. Uh, it usually gets turned off. That, That's so good data. We've made it too strong. And they're making better vibrators. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's actual Not like personal right market research, right then and there. But people are like, well, how, how, you have no right to know when I'm using it. Uh, they're not saying they did anything wrong. They're just like, in order to avoid this, the people who have found out about the times we're monitoring. We can't, like, it's not video. They just know that, okay. We're not talking about you just because you're a, a, a noontime person. Yeah, it's the WeVibe 4 Plus. So if you have it, it was about 150 bucks. You can control it with an app from anywhere in the world. So long as you've got wireless, you can control this thing. So you can just say, hey, Siri, uh... Yeah, Let's get the lawnmower going there. <laughs> Fire it up. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm over here in Amsterdam. The lady's back there in Chicago. Uh, let's give her a wake-up call. Wow. <laughs> Tony's thinking of me. <laughs> uh, and it said, touch the screen to control the vibrations and build intensity. Um, I did it a few years ago with Megan in Vegas. And it was at dinner. I mean, I would sit... And I would fire it off, and she'd be like, ah, come on. Like, it wasn't a pleasurable thing at all. It was just like this shocking, because I wouldn't play, like, nice. I wasn't trying to build anything. I'm, I would throw so it. You're flooring it. Basically, so, like, she might as well have had a jackhammer crew nearby, because that thing, the second I could get my hands on level five, it'd be like, and she'd be in the middle of, like, some tiramisu. <laughs> oh, hey, come on, asshole. So it was never a play. It was more, it became hilarious more than sexual. Because she'd be walking along, and I'd just be like, Dink! and she'd, she'd go full <laughs> R-word for a second, like, knock it off! Turn it off! No, I'm not turning it off. Please, come on! Because she can't reach in there in a the hallway and just rip something out of her pants. So it was like having a, you know, a marionette for a little while, only it was digital. <laughs> Evidently, people are angry that the WeVibe people were, were keeping an eye on when you were Boy, using trends. Right. The Plus 4 also has a uh, GoPro on it, too. and that's Well, if there was a camera on it, you'd have probably <laughs> felt that. And who needs to watch that? What is this, a medical exam? 
So it went back to a place called Standard Innovation, and it said how, it, you know, how often it was used, the intensity, a robust record of the user's intimate habits. And it knew who you were because it's in your phone. So it's got you know, all your records of whatever. Um, she t- the one lady told her, uh, and this is going back. Maybe I get ten grand out of this. I can act offended and get ten thousand dollars because this goes back to two thousand seventeen. Uh, lady said uh, she found out the whole thing and just was it was appalling. I thought I was sharing something with my partner that was private between the two of us. I didn't think for one second I was giving information to a company. It's just the fact that they did it without us knowing. It's in the user agreement. No one's ever read one of those. They're too long. Yeah, they're they, they're long on purpose. Yeah. Yes. yeah, scroll, 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 yep. scroll, scroll. Agree. Agreed, We're done yeah. here. Put this in you. I mean, if I have to, if I have to read a user's agreement. Oh man, I'm gonna, I better watch the new uh, iCloud uh, right. thing. I agree to. Yeah. Put, Put this, this inside in you. you. I'm so sick of trying to be sexy and having a legal document first. All that tiny little writing. Who can read that? No one's ever read a user agreement. No one. Even the people who have written it. Never went back and proofread it. There's probably mistakes and goofy stuff. It's like a writer for a concert. They just throw stuff in there to see if you read it. You've never read one of those. And, you, and you're under the understanding that if you don't agree, you can't use it. You download an app. Yeah, yeah if, if, if I don't agree, it goes away. You're absolutely right. So if I don't agree with the user agreement, I don't get to negotiate. It's just I'm either in or I'm out. You're held hostage. Right. It's, it's not a, you know, a negotiation. It's you want to play with us. Here's what you must agree to. To be in the game. I'm like, well, I don't agree. Well, then don't play. It's the it's the most black and white behavior of all time. If you want this, here's what you do. If you don't, you don't. And we don't care. But when you download an app, you have to know that you're giving that company all the information that you... Pretty they, much every time I realize that, oh, I'm agreeing to this. Yeah. I'm allowing them to have Anytime access to you, my phone or... If you download an app, you agree... That you're going to say, hey, uh, when you use this, we're going to know and we're going to kind of monitor time spent on it and see where you click. Because that way we'll build a better website that's more catered to you. Plus, it's also reading you. Like, what does this person click on more often? He seems to like pictures of Kylie Jenner. Let's send him more of those. But if you get a vibrator and it's, you know, iPhone compatible, Apple knows about it. The App Store knows <laughs> And nothing was happening to you, so you vibrate yourself. How is that uh, offensive? Oh, they knew the times when I was masturbating. We can all roughly guess when that is. Every guy's masturbating. Uh, every time he texts his wife and says, how long are you going to be? Yeah, that's, it's, uh, that's code for I'm about to jerk off. Are you on your way home? And that's basically we always check to see if we're going to get walked in on. Hey, where are you? I'm at the store. Oh, when are you coming back? to 20 minutes perfect see you then <laughs> and you're done if you're smart that's how you do it so apple reads that and goes oh okay this guy's about to jerk off and then apple knows you go to Pornhub on your phone there's no different than going to porn you know, nobody goes to Pornhub for the stories you're going there for research to get something done the phone knows so acting surprised that that's ridiculous but getting 10 grand for it's not so bad and i got one of those things it says, uh, before September of 16, the WeConnect app included an optional registration process collecting specific aggregate data regarding the app usage, like vibration intensity level, uh, processor's chip temperature, <laughs> uh, basing it like, you know, if it gets too hot in there, it's not going to be as fun for anybody. 
So we have to, you know, making a better machine. The data was meant to improve our product. We never linked or collected data that an individual user actively sought to track people's sex lives. But we know that we should have asked better to inform people explicitly about what we were doing. So I think it's a company being nice. And they've got so much money, they're like, look, if we give you all 10 grand for this, will you shut up and stuff it back in there? Sure. How mad are you that $10,000 makes you unmad? You're not that mad. What they didn't know is uh, they have them, they're all named. I have the Ashley version. I have the <laughs> <Right>. Debbie. <laughs> yeah, they're named after you. I don't know. I still yeah. think you're a bitch if you're going after that yeah. 10 grand on that. Yeah. This is the Loretta Timmons. Well, that's fairly specific, but yes, it's based on my behavior. She's a five. Ah! I mean, this woman fired it up like a lawn chief. That thing stayed on five for 10, 12 minutes. I mean, it takes an earthquake and a jackhammer to get her off. So, yeah, deal with it. The world knows. But if, if somebody, if I would be like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm horrified that you know these things and they feel violated. $10,000? Yes, thank you. Then I'm, so suddenly the violation doesn't hurt. If you're truly violated, ten grand's not the fee. Thank you for the ten grand. Can I keep yeah. the item? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping it, and I'm putting it right back in there. Now I don't care. Now we're all on the same page. But So if you've got one of those things, look into maybe getting your, your ten grand and try to explain that to your tax guy in a couple of days. Then I got $10,000 from a vibrator company for... Knowing too much about my wife. Huh? Just deal with it. It's $10,000. I can pay taxes on it. I'm sure yeah. Steve would love that. No, Steve, yeah, Steve would be like, how, how many times did you use it? We should get 10 for every one. I think you don't make a good point, Steve. Get a good accountant in there, and next thing you know, you've got thousands and thousands of dollars coming from every time uh, your wife masturbates. It's a settlement. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Hey, you don't think Pornhub knows every time you click on them and what you search? I mean, it knows me. Pornhub knows me. I started to click on that no-face girl quite a bit, and now I've got mostly videos thrown my direction where the girl's head isn't involved. Or at least her jaw. I get to see some of her jaw yeah. sometimes, but not her face. Or it's blurred out. I don't know why that is, but it's... I clicked on no-face girl so often that it's like, this guy hates women's faces. <laughs> like, that's not the case, but I really like what you're sending me. It reads what I click on. It reads what you click on. If you're into big fat girls, it's going to send you big fat people videos. <laughs> Brett knows. Obviously, it hasn't done that. <laughs> but you know, sometimes no when you click on, like, because I had the, like a uh, there was a smoking hot um, black girl. I can't remember her name. Something sin something. And Careful. she's oh, she was, digital black. She, no, no. She, well, look, I was digital white facing that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was she was awesome and then for the next few days like every video showed up and it was just uh black people having sex and i'm like well i i don't mind this but first off it makes me feel like a little boy get me back to the stepsister yeah, yeah. stuff <laughs> well get me back to those girls stuck under the oven i like that the dumb white ones stuck under the oven are more fun than watching these beautiful ladies just get log split i, I, I don't want to watch that guy do that anymore i'll do that every once in a while but i don't need it to all be that Asians, they start showing up if you click on one Asian thing. You like this? And then you're like, no, and you seek back. It finds stuff. There was a British girl I liked for a while. And the next thing you know, I'm getting all these, you know, people dressed as, you know, beef eaters. And I got all this crazy British stuff. <laughs> the computer knows when you're jerking off is what I'm saying. 
put a little sticky pad over that that camera too because they can see you there. Stop acting like the computer shouldn't know. And if you've got one of those little vibrator things in right now, DEFCON 4. <laughs> oh, my God. And well, Monday kind, morning's meeting must have gone yeah, really well right now. Kind of a little bit of a... All the ladies are laughing. Yeah, you're a little bit of a slut anyway if you put one of those in and going to work. You're probably into people knowing what you're up to. It's a, I think the people that we vibe were like, the people who are using this, they won't mind. It's a little bit risky to have a sex toy going while you're at work under somebody else's control. So you got a little bit of you got a little inner slut in you, you know. No decent woman's going to wander through an office building with somebody else having control over a vagina for the day. That's <laughs> a behavior. And that's not happening in the sales meetings and all that kind of stuff. Oh, all of a sudden, somebody's yeah. like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sometimes I look at Moynihan and I think he's got one going. <laughs> Steve, what's going on? Uh, uh, hang on. Are you gassy? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, gas. <laughs> I just really like when people say hi. Uh, oh. Hi, Steve. Uh, oh, oh, oh. All right. Steve's busy. But yeah, if you've got somebody under the control, if you've, you know, got some sort of digital hypnosis going on your vagina and you're wandering around the workplace, <laughs> you want $10,000 for being violated, you did that to yourself. How many of the chairs are just going like crazy at the yeah. DMV right now waiting oh, on their number? Gross. Why do you think of the DMV? DMV is nasty to me. Why do you think of people at the DMV? Well, you want to ruin everything fun when it comes to sex. Who brings up the DMV, the, the trolls wandering the... Ugh. One's at work there, You guys too. are talking about sex? Let me see hey, if I can crush this. I don't want to think of DMV getting vibrated. At all. Uh, People at the DMV do not need to be brought up. Ooh, this is hot. I'm getting a little bit of a hard on. DM, the DMV room. is what you think of to try to get rid of an erection. Oh, Jesus. I got a, I got a rogue one here. All right. DMV. DMV. <laughs> DMV. Oh, it's gone. Thank God. The smells. Everybody smells like corn nuts and oh. poverty. What's oh. <laughs> the matter with you? The DMV. They're talking about sex. I'm going to fix it, God. Don't worry. Somehow or another, Cold Brady, water. Brady, Brady C-blocked our conversation that we weren't even like being dirty about. <sighs> I like to think of people at the DMV when I think dirty thoughts. Yeah, because everybody there is dirty. You think the DMV, you think the women there can hold something in there for no, a while? No, there's babies. all over the place. Babies fall out of that thing. You want to pick that thing up that is vibrating and dancing on the DMV flower? I don't want to be at the DMV. When's the last time you were actually in one of those? It's been a while. Yeah. That they, was one good thing that yeah. came out of COVID. Unbelievable. They shut down the DMV. You do everything now it, the, on your phone. The worst human beings in the world still need the DMV. Yeah. They stand, you go in there and you're like, oh. I had to get a title salvaged. One time, when I sat in there for 45 minutes with the... I'd rather been in a zombie movie. I'd rather been in a, a real zombie apocalypse. I think I was in one. Oh, it's horrible down there. And Brady likes to think of them masturbating. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Wet blanket. <laughs>
That floor will look like one of those old football games. Hey, could you imagine? Could you imagine how it would be at Shriners Hospital Uh. with those vibrators? Oh, in the waiting room there? Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> All those sick kids. <laughs> All right, I've ruined this. Goodbye. <laughs> We're done. The Destroyer. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, what do you got over there in the uh, thing of musical treats? I don't know. After that yeah, conversation. Well, nobody went. It's ruined. It's, yeah. he's, he's, he's spoiled the meal. He poured vinegar on our spaghetti. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> I wake he's up. enjoying it. He <laughs> enjoys it so much. He's he giggling. likes it because the the topic was uncomfortable for him. I can't really speak to this. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. DMZ vagina. <sighs> Sorry, Action Ride Shop, but uh, you were bringing us the, yeah. the wake-up song. and uh, uh, Well, this is your last week to jump in on the Factory Santa Cruz sale going on. So if, if you're in the trying to decide if you're going to get that new mountain bike, now's the time to do it because all Santa Cruz bikes are on sale. Uh, 20% off all winter clothing, uh, so you still may need that. <laughs> Still may need that. But go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road. So they're going to hook you up. Uh, our TV is dead, so yeah. I, can't sh- I can't show up the screen. So our I'll just TV have to- broke. Yeah. Uh, we got Static X on there, Terrible Lie, System of a Down, Chop Suey, Lamb of God, Hate Breed, Destroy Everything, Hard as a Rock from ACDC, Avatar, Hail the Apocalypse. Cyber waste from, and then the rest of them kind of go with our conversation. We were talking about digital blackface. So you got mm-hmm. cyber waste from Fear Factory, Metallica blackened, body count. There goes the neighborhood. There you seven go. Seven dust black and seven dust waffle. Man, do I love seven dust, but body count is always something that I want to hear until I hear it. I get halfway through this. We got to do the version we have, though. Yeah, we have it. All okay. Right. Yeah. Is it in there? Um, yeah, Toledo will grab it. Right. But yeah, I'm, there goes the neighborhood's always great. The clean version. Yes. I got an email from a guy that said he was at work on the weekend, this last weekend, in fact, and somebody in the warehouse that he was at on the line, and it's very loud evidently in there, had the NWA playing, and he said, before I knew it, I'm singing this really loud because I felt like I was kind of alone. And there's not a lot of NWA you can safely sing in public as a white guy. If you know all the words... And you're freeing him out. And he's like, man, I got so scared that somebody was going to come over and stop me. And I said, is it my fault they've written a catchy, fun song? That is one bit of grace we need from uh, the woke community. We'll get our pass? You get a pass if you're singing along. Right? I, I think so. Like, if, if they wrote the song, like, if I'm listening to Dre and Snoop and I'm enjoying it, I'm clearly not being racist saying the word that's in there that they wrote. I'm actually really enjoying the song. I'm not thinking, I hate black people, so I'm going to say the word. I'm just following the bouncing ball, you know? Well, aren't you kind of supporting in a way? I mean, you bought the album. You, oh, you yeah. Know, you, oh, you're, you're loving the, the, but it's not stealing culture or anything right. else. It's just, they wrote a great, like, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was, but like, uh, what was it, Drake? Drake had a song that got a woman to lose her college uh scholarship because he called her up on stage and she started to sing it and he stopped the song like you can't do that part like i was just i was playing with you like you brought me up here i'm at your show clearly i don't hate black people i love what's going on why am i here yeah yeah i mean i feel that way i'm not sexualizing women or degrading them when i'm singing along with two live crew (laughs) but yeah and yeah exactly the words yeah 
There's songs about, like, you know, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. If I'm singing that, it doesn't mean I'm a homicidal maniac either. I'm just, somebody else wrote a catchy tune. I don't want to have sex with teenagers, but I sing Benny Mardonis at every chance I get. She's just 16 years old. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but yeah, if you've you have got, a shirt that says it for God's sake. I have all the lyrics on a shirt that just says Benny Mardonis on it. It's a great shirt. Yeah, so if, if there, we have to get a little grace saying the lyrics to a song. If we like the song, don't get mad at someone for that. I heard him singing the N-word a lot. It wasn't me. It was, I was singing along to the artist. Doesn't mean I agree with every word in it. It's just the words. You know what I just found out? I'm yesterday years old when I found out. You know that song, uh, If You Don't Know Me By Now? Yeah. The Simply Red? Simply Red, yeah. I thought forever, and it, I don't know why it never dawned on me. It says, uh, What Good Is a Love Affair? Uh, when we argue, fuss, and fight, I thought he was saying the F word. Argue, f- and fight. Oh. And I'm like, of course he wasn't. It was on the radio. But but I've been singing that out loud forever. And also been singing, if you don't blow me right now, you will never know. Because <laughs> it's funnier that way. I thought for sure. And I'm like, John, what kind of idiot are you that you would think that they could? But it was such a beautiful song. I'm an idiot. I've heard that song so many times. Yeah. I never knew that was a line. When you fight. argue and fight, <laughs> if you don't blow me right now. And I think it's because I was so excited to get to the part that I had rewritten to if you don't blow me right now. Because then that redhead guy, if you don't blow me, <laughs> you will <laughs> never, never, never blow me. Ooh. But I thought for sure he was saying argue, fight. And for whatever reason, my brain turned on and goes, you know, they would never played that song on the radio the way you're singing it, you moron. And it was in my head as those words. Hilarious. But I never added, like, the N-word to it. That would be racist. But if they said it in there and I sang along, it's not me being racist. It's me singing along. Now, what if you're blasting it in your car? Not necessarily singing it, but I still you get turn the windows it down. down. and Do you? I turn it down at stoplights. If I've got... It's the so office like this office. Doja space. Cat's playing in the background Doja, Doja Cat has a few songs that I'll sing along. Uh, she's got that one song called uh, Ain't S-Word. And it's riddled with the N-bomb. And she's complaining about dudes who have let her down, you know, by stealing all the food out of her fridge and stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the basis of the song. Like she didn't like that this, I believe, a broke uh, human being is, 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 you know, sleeping on a couch, stealing her food and stuff. And then she says that those particular people, and she uses a very specific word for it, uh, ain't that's basically what it is. It's very hard to pull up to a light and have all that going and look like me. So I turned that one down. And I got some thump on that thing, too, so I yeah. turn heads to the people that want to hear that. So, yeah, the N-words ain't S-words song by Doja Cat is a, it's a white man's trap. <laughs> it's a trap! So I still turn it. Do you turn it down? Like if you're listening to You don't? You keep no. it going? Yeah. Do you I sing do. along? Uh, no, I don't sing yeah. along, but I just, I'm humming along in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hum, oh, you yeah, hum, yeah, the, yeah. hum the bad words. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad, that's, that's pretty good cover. You can cover it up mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ain't. Mm-hmm. Ain't. I might start your philosophy. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just act like my mouth tape shut for the N words. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of that stuff. Snoop Dogg and Dre, God, that's all they said. Oh, yeah. And Brett does a lot of, what are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't write it. <laughs> this guy's serious about that. At least he's just humming the N words. <laughs> Look somewhere else. What do I got? Something on my face? You're Look the, the other direction. Book. You're writing a book about me? I remember hiring you as my biographer. You want a fresh one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, because this one right here, body count, I can't tell you the amount of times I've sung this out loud, the real version. Oh, yeah. Because it's awesome. Especially back in 1992 when Ice T threw this at us with guitars, and you're like, what's going on? Can I say this? To- I'm singing it. <laughs> this is too enjoyable not to shout from the rooftops. I love it. doesn't make me racist. It makes me love the music, the anger, the energy. The It's awesome. You can sing it now, though. It's the clean version. They got rid of all the bad stuff. <laughs> the problem is nobody knows the lyrics to the clean version. Right, I know. No, no, you're going to sing over <laughs> yeah, it with exactly. the bad stuff. Yeah, I mean, what was the one? Uh, 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 Gin and Juice has a few that when you listen to the radio thing and you're singing along, and then you listen to the real one, you're like, ooh, ooh there's a few in here that I don't remember. Though That wasn't on the radio. I have to hum that part. But I sing along sometimes. But I turn it down at lights, just in case. Just do the hum. Yeah, maybe that's it. Here come the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> them loud guitars. That's right. You sing it, iced tea. <laughs> iced. <laughs> well, that's the proper. Iced tea is not a thing. Iced tea. It's tea that has been iced. Iced tea is just that's silly. That's just poor grammar. <laughs> loud guitars. <laughs> Fancy clothes. <laughs> That's how we sing those songs. <laughs> Here's Body Count, everybody. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.